Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Okay, Reddit, tell me your glitch in the matrix story. This will probably get buried, but when I was around 20 a few years ago, I kept having dreams about a woman with long black hair named Aurora. They were different dreams, but for some reason, her distinct face and name always ended up in them. It got to the point where I would wake up frustrated and confused, trying to Google her name or find out how I was connected to her. After a few months, she stopped showing up and I dismissed it, thinking my brain was being a scumbag. Fast forward a few years later, it's Halloween 2009 and I'm in the car with a friend stopped at a gas station. I'm about to pull out and merge onto a highway when I get a phone call from a random number, so I stop the car but no one answers. There was a person behind me who grew impatient, honked at me, and then swerved in front of me instead of waiting two seconds for me to move. The second they got on the highway, some silver Civic lost control of the wheel and crashed into the car that swerved in front of me. I called the cops and waited at the gas station for them to come and it turns out the drivers of both cars passed away. It would 100% have been me if I hadn't have got that phone call. I called it back a few hours later out of gratitude and curiosity and it rang three times and went to voicemail. Hi, you've reached Aurora. Please leave your name and number. I had never had goosebumps like that in my entire life. I called it again the next day, but I was confused about the whole situation, and some woman answered and we got to talking. I told her my story, including the dreams I had, and she tells me she doesn't know how I got her number and she never called me as far as she remembers. Weird. I asked if she has a Facebook to confirm she's in fact the woman that was in my dreams. I check her Facebook, and it was her. If that's not a glitch in the Matrix, then I'm just absolutely insane. I think if this happened to me, I'd be convinced I was in the plot of the next Final Death destination movie and like, you know, just convince myself that everywhere around the corner is a big accident. That's absolutely insane. It's like a guardian angel popping into your subconscious just to shave you from a car wreck. Honestly, uh, yeah, you, you gotta, like, go get a lottery ticket or something after luck like that. What's going on, guys? It's your boy Scrub here, back again with another video. Today we're gonna be going over this, uh, Ask Reddit thread I found about people's Glitch in the Matrix stories. I just thought it was interesting, so I figured I'd make it a video, so without further ado, let's get into it. I've related to this story before, but here it goes. The Parallel Universe Answering Machine. This happened about 15 years ago. I called my friend up, and he wasn't home, so I left a message on his answering machine saying, Hey, it's me. Sorry I missed ya. Call you later. Bye. Then I hung up and left the house. I made no other calls. Later that day, he called back and was like, Wow, that was quite a message you left. Was that a girl you were talking to, or who was it? And I was like, What are you talking about? I wasn't talking to any girl. Well, as it turns out, the message didn't end after I said bye. I had to go over to his house and listen to this message a few times, but after my initial message that I did leave, there was a slight pause and it continues for another 30 or 40 seconds or so with me talking to some girl. It was my voice, but a conversation I never had with a girl whose voice I didn't recognize. You could compare it to the messages I know I did leave and the two voices were indistinguishable. Not just the voice, but the talking mannerisms. It was my voice. Also, references to my occupation and 
activities were the same, and basically in this conversation, I was talking to this girl about going skiing, but I had to go down to my shop and work on the car first, which correlated to me, and then it just stopped. It was recorded on a digital answering machine that recorded the messages to a chip, so there's no tape I could have taken and analyzed, unfortunately. And also, neither I nor my friend had party lines, so it's not an explanation. It was freaky, and I can't explain it. This is some Jimmy Timmy power hour of mixed universes going on here, dude. I don't even know what, like, in a land before deepfakes, what my reaction would be to hearing somebody having a conversation with me that I never had. Goodness gracious, hearing your own voice is bad enough. Hearing an alternate version of you having a conversation is even worse. Driving home on a storm day, I saw that a side road up the local golf course was blocked off by flashing barricades. I also spied a Mercedes parked past the barricades with its hazards on. I stopped and walked up to the car to see if they needed help because I'm an EMT, and I shined my light into the back seat to see a man slumped over asleep. Thinking I've got a few drunks, I moved up to the driver window and rapped on the glass and shined my light in. The driver is sitting bolt upright, unmoving, staring straight ahead. My window wrapping and light doesn't really cause him to blink, flinch, or move. I look over, and the passenger is slumped forward onto the dash, and it begins to creep me out. I called down to a sheriff's station and requested a Code 2 unit up to my location to help me check him out. While on the phone, I walk back to my truck to get my go bag, and as I'm on the phone with dispatch, she asked me to get a license number for the car as a power company. Cherry Picker Truck comes rumbling down up from, from up the closed road. I move to go around the truck to get the plate number, and the car is gone. I talk to the driver of the truck, and he said there was an 80-foot tree down across the road, and that he didn't think it'd be open for a day or two. So the question is, where the hell did the car go? Tree up one way, barricades on the other. It's kept me a bit unsettled when stopping at accidents and hazards since then. Oh, okay, ghost car, man. Is this this the, the ghost ship equivalent of stuff on the side of the highway? The fact that everybody else was slumped and the driver was just kind of vibing makes me think you might have stumbled upon a ghost car crash scene, man. Forty years ago, a set of teenagers set out in their Mercedes, but were too reckless, and now their ghost haunts the hallways of the alternate universe. This happened to me in third grade, and it scared me so much I started crying and had to go to the office to talk to the principal about it. I was in the hallway for misbehaving, and my neighbor, Tad, a year younger than me, came walking out of a class to my right, passed in front of me, and headed down some stairs. We said hi to each other, and about 20 seconds later, he walked out of the same class, passed in front of me, and headed down the stairs. I just stared at him, confused and afraid, and he looked back like, why are you looking at me like that? And I never realized how much it was like Matrix deja vu. I thought of a second example as well. A few years after this incident, my sister and I were hanging in the living room watching TV, and we both saw our mom walk through the other room and through the adjacent hall. And maybe 20 minutes later, she came in from the backyard. My sister and I looked at each other confused and asked her how she got back outside, and she didn't know what we were talking about because she'd been outside for hours and no one else was home, of course. Bro, I think you might just have the ability to tell the future a little bit. Jokes aside, though, uh, I've definitely had a few moments like this where you're pretty sure that you just saw something that also just happened, but you're not really sure, so you just kind of have to sit there and question reality for the next 20 minutes. Sometimes I think we've got to be in a simulation and these have to just be the glitches going on, you know? Just accidentally cloning your mom and sending her to, like, walk into a wall like a lagging enemy character in a video game. At 12 years of age, my mom let me stay in the truck when she went grocery shopping. As I was waiting, I saw an old guy walking towards the truck with an in 
indescribable look at his face, looking at me as if I knew too much. He stopped five feet away from the truck and looked at me for a couple seconds and headed back the exact way he came. It was rather traumatic for some reason and very confusing at that age. Five, six years later, my dad was showing me home videos of us at Yellowstone and at Old Faithful I noticed the same guy. Same look, same clothes, peering at us on camera and at me through the TV. I'm literally freaked out just telling you this. The Yellowstone video was from when I was very young. I'm thinking one or two years old. I was in an awesome baby pack on my dad's back. I'll try my hardest to find the video, but I don't really see my parents often and I don't think they know where our home videos will be. Nah, man, that was definitely Demon Grandpa. He knows where you live. I know you were freaked out typing this, but turn around and he's gonna be staring at you right now. Jokes aside, bro, I feel like if I uh, had ever had some old dude approaching my truck staring at me like I knew too much while I was inside, I probably would have, like, hid underneath the seats, dude. I would have, like, been, been rifting those seats off of the car floor to hide underneath them. The fact that you just noticed it in a home video makes this extra super creepy. I was at a friend's place back in 2008. When we were all teenagers, we had a cool shed at a friend's that we'd hang out in every weekend. It had four sets of bunk beds, tables, a fireplace, TV, fridge, etc., the whole lot. One night we were all hanging out when I decided I needed to pee. I walked out the front door of the shed and started to walk to the right when I stopped. Now let me explain the layout here. As you walk out of the shed, his house is to the left and to the right is where we parked all of our cars and further out you're left with empty fields and trees. It was dark by now and the lights from the house were illuminating the space between the house and the cars but trailing off just past them. As I took a step to the right, intending to go behind the cars to relieve myself, I saw my friend's older brother there. I watched him for a good five or ten seconds as he stood there, facing into the darkness, and then he walked behind a couple trees and disappeared. Confused, I walked back into the shed and asked my friend what his brother was doing by the cars, and the conversation just went as follows. Hey man, what's your brother doing by the cars? What do you mean? He just walked off behind the cars. Dude, I'm right here. I looked over, and there his brother was, sitting down on one of the chairs with a drink. He was wearing the exact same clothes I saw him in, and the only way into the shed was through the door I was standing in the way of. To this day, I have no idea how it all happened. I'm guessing I was just seeing things, but the fact I watched him walk around for a good 10 seconds always puzzled me, and I've never had anything else like that happen. Alright, whoever is in charge of the simulation, you gotta start working on the NPCs. I'm just saying, I'm feeling like story after story, we're getting some glitches. Y'all gotta redefine the source code, patch notes it, whatever, day one update, whatever you gotta do. You got too many NPCs starting to ruin things for y'all. Oh man, I have one of these that involves the Matrix. I got my wisdom teeth out in 2000, right around the time the original Matrix came out on VHS, and I was bombed out of my mind on Percocet after coming back from the surgery because I had horrible wisdom teeth. My mom basically dropped me in bed and went and rented the movie for me because I'd never seen it in theaters. I remember being irritated that the sun was coming through the window and making the TV glare, but being too out of it to actually get up. A little bit after the black cat glitch scene in the Matrix, I passed out and apparently slept for about eight hours. The tape in the VHS machine kept rewinding itself and playing over and over, and I woke up and the muff movie sorry, was roughly at the same spot as when I passed out, but it was completely dark outside. Zero time lapse for me. And I completely lost my mind. Started freaking out and screaming because I thought I discovered a secret and somebody turned off the sun and I remember crying and 
trying to explain to my panicked family who have never let me live it down. Well, on the bright side, I guess this one's explainable by you just being insanely out of it on wisdom teeth, you know? The rest of these have no logical explanation. The one here is that you convinced yourself that someone turned off the sun. Making the video a little bit lighter than, like, demon NPC people running around, though. Thanks. My dad had this little toy monkey that he used to call his favorite child and tease me and my siblings with. Not in a bad way, but it was frustrating to us and we spent hours trying to steal it from him. Well, one day we finally got it and threw it into the garbage after drawing on it and mangling it for a bit, and we and my dad laughed and searched for it, but basically figured we had thrown it out and gave it up after a week or so. Anyways, a few years later, when I was 17, I'm walking down the street in Toronto, where I don't live, just visiting some friends, and I see this little orange object on the side of the road. When I walk over to it and pick it up, I see that it's the exact same monkey. It even had the same black sharpie lines on it from when we drew all over it. I honestly cannot even come up with the chances of it happening, especially considering our garbage is sent to a local dump nowhere near Toronto. I actually took it with me and killed it with fire, just so I knew it wouldn't come back again. Yeah, bro, no thank you. I've read Night of the Living Dummy. If, like, stuff starts reappearing in your life after you've thrown it away, it's 100% cursed. You just have to get rid of it, and probably burning it's the best method. Only problem is you just let the monkey demon out. Oh, no, it was stuck inside the puppet, and now it's loose. Isn't that kind of what happened in Shazam? Like, didn't they break open the stuff, and the spirits went, and, like, it, it took over people? I had a friend in high school that we're gonna call Bob. Bob was a really nice guy, and while we weren't close, we had similar tastes in music, and we'd share CDs. This was in the late 80s, way before file sharing. Anyways, we eventually graduated and I moved several hundred miles away to college and we lost touch. And when I left for college, I had one of Bob's CDs still in my possession. Fast forward 10 years later, I graduated and was knee-deep in my career and finally saved up enough money to buy my first house. I'm in the new house unpacking and I see a CD in a box. I hadn't noticed it in many years and thought, gee, I should really track down Bob and return it. And right then, the doorbell rings. It was Bob. And he says, hey, you wouldn't still happen to have my King Crimson CD, would you? And I look down, and I'm literally holding it in my hand. I handed it to him, and his mouth dropped open, because mine already was, and we exchanged pleasantries, and I asked him how he found me. I no longer remember what he said, but he eventually took off, and I literally have not seen Bob since. I bet you Bob was been stalking you for years, right? He's literally been sitting, waiting for you to find that just so he could knock on the door and ask for it back. He's like, I've been following him for way too many years now, okay? If I, I can't give up, I gotta get the CD back. I was walking through Best Buy one day a couple years ago and I walked past a rack of boots. Sitting on the rack was the last book in the Dark Tower series from Stephen King. The front cover had a picture of Roland in the front of the tower with a field of roses behind him. I held the book in my hand and looked it over and remembered being puzzled about why it was in Best Buy, but whatever. I'd read the first six and I'd been waiting for the last one, but my spending money was low that week. I set it down and decided to come back next week after I got paid to buy it. I went back next week and it wasn't there. It slipped my mind after that for a bit, but after a month a bit later, I went back to Barnes & Noble to get my copy. They told me that it wasn't out yet, and the release date for the book was six months later and I pre-ordered it then. When the book came out, I went to pick it up and it described the cover out loud to make sure I wasn't crazy. The 
clerk handed it to me and it was exactly as I'd held it in Best Buy. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the distributors had sent this out like way early on accident and then someone accidentally put it out at Best Buy because they're not too familiar with how books are supposed to be put out and didn't realize it was out early. I only know that because I feel like sometimes I remember people would get the Call of Duty early because they would go to like a mom and pop gaming shop that would sell it early. I'm late to the party, but this has freaked me out forever. I was a satellite installer and I was driving between two small towns in North Carolina, Statesville and Taylor. It's about a 20 minute drive of a perfectly straight two lane road with pretty much nothing but trees on either side. It's the middle of the day and I'm driving along listening to Howard Stern on Sirius Radio when all of a sudden I go from wide awake to falling asleep. Meaning one second I'm normal and a second later my head is drooping down, eyes closing and what snaps me out of it is my car bounces like I hit a speed bump. I'm still in the middle of the road and Howard Stern is still in the same sentence but my GPS signal says lost and then I hear recalculate. And when it comes back, I realize I'm about 12 miles further down the road than I was, and I missed my turn by five. My immediate thought was, even though I now consider myself a level-headed atheist, was that I was asleep, hit a tree, and died, and was now in some weird afterlife. It was such a strong feeling that I drove to the nearest gas station, got out, and headed inside with sweaty palms, telling the cashier inside I was not going to be able to see me. To my relief, she did see me and I bought a Red Bull, but I still think I was hypnotized by the road and drove on some weird autopilot for a while. Losing GPS signal and not missing any of Howard Stern is explainable to me. I even used the serious ability to rewind and there was none of the show that I missed. Alien abduction, alien abduction, alien abduction, only logical explanation, man. This was not a glitch in the Matrix. E.T. just wanted to hang out for a little bit, but had to wipe your memory, because if you took the selfies home, then everyone would know it was actually a real movie and not a work of fiction by Steven Spielberg. I used to work in music and toured with this band. The guitarist of the band's best friend had died a couple years before, and he always talked about him and seemed like he was a great guy. Josh always had this reoccurring dream where Matt was standing on an abandoned street, which supposedly was metaphorical for purgatory. Josh had all these conversations with Matt in these dreams because he had overdosed unexpectedly. He felt like his spirit was not able to move on. At the end of the dreams, Matt would take a bulb from the street light on the street they were standing in, and Josh described these dreams in extreme detail, and I could pretty much picture exactly what the street looked like. Fast forward to about six months into touring with these guys, and there were huge Bright Eye fans and wanted to stop in Casadaga, which is Florida, which the Bright Eye singer wrote an album there, and it's a really creepy, spiritual medium type of place. It might be worth noting that six of the seven people I was with are all quote-unquote atheists, so we drove into Casadaga around 2 or 3 a.m. to drive around. Suddenly, this huge black dog comes out into the middle of the road and stops to look at us. The guy and his band were weirded out and said things like, follow the dog, it's trying to show us something. And in my mind, I was thinking that they were all idiots. We follow this dog for a few blocks as I was walking, as it was walking pretty pretty slowly, and all of a sudden, we turned a street and it bolted. We tried to speed up, but Josh said, stop the van, this is it. We're confused, and he gets out of the van and looks around and says, this is it, this is the street from my dreams. We hung out for 15 minutes, and from the way he described the street, from having houses on the left to a park on the right, it was the street. And as we got in the van, the street light went off and we drove away. He claims he never had any dreams about it and that it was closure on everything. Yo, that is insane. If I ever follow a giant black dog, 
monologue to a scene that comes out of my dreams, the last thing I'm doing is getting out of the van. Tell me that doesn't sound like the beginning of a scary horror movie. I'm glad it brought that guy peace, you know, I'm sure it, it definitely was relieving for him. But my goodness, bro, we're in a city known for spiritual mediums, and then a dog leads me to a street from my dreams. Sounds insane. Anyways, guys, I think that's gonna do it for the video. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you did, I'd appreciate you taking a second to press the like button. Let me know what you thought in the comments. Subscribe if you're new. Turn on notifications. If you use code SCRUBBY at the G Fuel checkout, you'll get a discount, and I would appreciate it. And I also post these on Spotify if you want to listen without gameplay, whatever floats your boat. And, uh, yeah, on that note, don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot, and I'll see you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.